Thank you for being a listener of the Women in Tech podcast. To support the podcast and cheer us on, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener on our private feed where you'll have ad-free episodes and join us in Zoom meetups to meet other listeners of our podcast community. Go to womenintech.love, linked in the show notes. Having that co-founder there to bounce ideas off, to be the support when, when you're unsure, to just pick up all the slack. And that gave me the, the confidence to quit my job and, and go full-time on this, come what may. <laughs> this episode shout out comes from Danielle Smith on Instagram. She says, I found that it is incredibly important and valuable to surround myself with great mentors. Really appreciate you being a podcast listener and also part of the We Are LA Tech team when you were interning. So proud of where you've gone in your journey. To say hello to Danielle on Instagram, go to party underscore Danimal. That's party underscore D-A-N-I-M-A-L. Let Danielle know you found her on the Women in Tech podcast. If you too want to connect and collaborate with more incredible women in tech, remember you can go to the Women in Tech Facebook group at womenintechvip.com. That's womenintechvip.com. I've been reflecting on the word transformative. I don't know if this ever happens for you, but I create a lot of blocks when it comes to receiving, specifically receiving income, receiving money. Um, I'm a, I'm incredibly, as you guys know, listening to the podcast, I'm incredibly heart driven and I just care so much about delivering and delivering, like over delivering that I create blocks in receiving because I just want to be sure that I'm delivering to perfection. I know it probably sounds crazy and very Pisces of me, but um, it, it's true. And I've even talked to our team about it and they're like, I think you're way too hard on yourself. And I'm just like, ah, oh, but I just really care. And I want, just want to make sure that we're delivering exactly what that person or that company wants. And um and I met randomly um, with an advisor recently and I was telling them how, how much I care and how much my integrity matters to me. I just, I don't know. It's just, it's how I was born. I'm Enneagram number two. I'm a helper. Like I, it's just how I'm programmed, right? So I was talking to this advisor and he said, it's important to see money as transformative as you know, you're receiving money to flow through you to create more abundance. And by you and your company being sustained and abundant, it creates more abundance for others. He continued to just share like, how much would you love to provide more for your team? How much would you love to provide more for the community? How much would you love to provide more for your customers? It's not about taking money. It's about the transference of money and that money transforming both 
you know, myself and my company along with others, along with my team, along with the community, along with customers. And I always put myself last. I don't know if you guys do that too, but I, I have to work at even including myself, my personal self in the equation because I'm, again, Enneagram number two. If you guys haven't done the Enneagram test, it's really cool. It was recommended to me by my business coach a long time ago. I don't think I really appreciated though until Marcy from Shopify suggested I do the Enneagram test. And I said, oh, I've actually already done it. And she's been on the Women in Tech podcast. So definitely check out her episode. She was reading to me the different kinds of Enneagrams and what it means to my personality. And it was really interesting and really helpful. So if you haven't done the Enneagram test, definitely check it out. You could just Google it. It's E-N-N-E-A-G-R-A-M. But anyway, so I um, have been thinking a lot and meditating on this word transform. And I even want to put it as the screensaver on my phone. Like, what is it to transform and to transform money, to transform receiving into more abundance? And so I hope that resonates for you too. And or may, hopefully it doesn't resonate for you and you're already just receiving just perfectly. <laughs> but that's, that's where I am today. Really appreciate you being a listener of the podcast and enjoy the next episode. Welcome back to the Women in Tech podcast, celebrating women in tech around the world. So excited to be in London, England. Yes, back in Europe. And I have Leona with me. Hello. Hi, nice to be here. I'm really excited. <laughs> as excited as that, though. <laughs> yes, definitely, definitely. So just huge thank you to the Google London campus here supporting Startups Accelerate. So, so just grateful for this opportunity to be at their amazing Women in Tech Breakfast this morning where we met. And um, I'm really looking forward to exploring and hearing about your startup. So first things first, go ahead and introduce yourself to everybody and tell everybody a little bit about who you are and what you do. Okay, thank you. Um, so I'm Leona and I'm working um, with a new startup and it's called Reetly. And what we're trying to do is to democratize wealth management, remove barriers to entry and help empower everybody to invest their own money without taking a cut out of it. And now are you the founder? I am indeed a co-founder. Yeah. See, and I love how when you started, you're like, you know, I started working. With this. Why do you? Why do you? Why do you? What? What do you think is behind that in the way that you shared your company? If you don't mind me asking. Um, well, okay. So it it was yes, it was an idea that came out of my brain, but it it evolved a lot with my co-founder into what it has now become. So it's sort of it has sort of become a thing of its own and it's become this sort of uh, person by itself that came out of me and Alfonso talking too much. And what did, as I mentioned, we were at the breakfast this morning, what did you hope to get out of the breakfast? Why come to a woman in tech breakfast? It's a very nice way to meet other women and Google is great for selecting a really diverse mix when they um, bring you into the startup cafe where, where we work. But it's so there's lots of women around there and, and everybody's really friendly, but it's nice to just have that safe space where there's a bunch of women all in the same boat and just hearing different ideas, different people's journeys 
and connecting with people that you don't otherwise do. Because sometimes when you're working, you get sort of into the zone and you're trying not to get too distracted. It's nice to have a set hour where you don't take out your laptop and work, but you just talk to others about what they're doing. Totally. It's it's nice not to be alone in the, in the journey that I find so many times I felt very alone. Now, we were talking a little bit before. Can I talk about like this slight bit of conversation? Yeah, Can I go there? Absolutely. Okay. We were talking a little bit before because um your company deals with wealth management, right? That that word wealth. <laughs> and um and then I was surprised to hear that you decided um and, and just to break it down for everybody, wealth management so people know how to better save their money, right? Mm-hmm. Is yeah. that how how to ta- how to grow their savings? I mean, people work really hard to to make the money. And then they tend to put it in a bank where they get nothing. And this is about investing it in, in, in lower risk things that are right for that person at the right uh, risk level for them, where they can see their, their hard earned savings grow and, and be able to increase the value of them so that they can achieve their long term goals. And your, and your target market, the, the community that you feel the most passionate about, are everyday workers. Absolutely. What is it um, about blue collar workers? Well, just, just the everyday person, just the normal person, not the ultra wealthy, not the people who can afford to pay financial advisors and wealth managers, but the normal people like, you know, the, the teachers, the nurses, the, the, the standard people in the street. That's who we want to help. You might not have a hundred million pounds. You yeah. might only have a hundred pounds. But who's to say you shouldn't be able to grow that and invest it? It's interesting because usually when we hear the word wealth, we think of rich, right? Yeah. And and so to that point, what we were talking about earlier at the breakfast was that you're not charging for your app because uh, because this is an underserved market and you felt that they can't um, they can't afford to spend that. Is that right? Or how? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. If you've only got a hundred pounds to invest and I'm going to charge you, I'm going to charge you 10 pounds a year, which is a small amount. But right. if you're only making that in interest or less because you don't have that much to invest, what's the, po- what's the point in you investing? It's got to be worthwhile. And I think if, if it's, it's your money, why should I take it? I can, uh, you know, that's that's just me profiteering off of your hard work. And how long ago did you get the idea to have it? When did you conceive of the idea? Oh, God, the idea itself actually came a few years ago. Um, and then it sort of rounded out. Uh, actually, when I was out in San Francisco in, um, with uh, a, a group with my MBA, and I sort of fleshed it out when we were down in Silicon Valley and talked about, you know, this... I want to do something disruptive and I want to do something to, to sort of help equality and things like that. And then I put it on ice because I didn't have anybody to do it with. And then eventually, uh, my co-founder, um, wanted to, wanted to do something different. We talked about it and Reetly was born. And what would you say has been your biggest challenge so far in building it? Or maybe fear. Um, fear. Yeah, for sure. No, uh, no, your biggest fear, your oh, biggest no, challenge. Oh, no, just generally fear. <laughs> it's <laughs> terrifying. Everything, every day is a new fear. Um, it's just, there's a lot of anxieties about things that you, not your strong points. I'm a chartered accountant. So I know, um, I know the money side. I worked as a, as an equity analyst. I understand investing. What I don't understand is things like, um, Oh, I've got to now think of like a social media strategy. That terrifies me. 
or something new will pop up and that will terrify me. And then I'm sort of thinking about it and I'm thinking I should just do this and stop worrying about it. You know what terrifies me? What? Doing the social media strategy, (laughs) executing on it. I know how to do the social. Like if you looked at our, even our women in tech show Instagram, it's awful. (laughs) I know what to do on Instagram. It's just the matter of doing it. Yeah. I think, uh, I think that the hardest part for me has just been, uh, has been like the, the internal doubts. Um, and then you, you do things, for example, when I was thinking about, you know, oh, I need to draw up like the trademark agreement, oh, sorry, the trademark application. So it's like, oh God, that's quite scary. I worried about it. And then I did it. And then I've forgotten about it. Mm. <laughs> it was the hard part was the worrying before I did it. Future casting, I think it's called. Is it? I think so. I'm not positive, but I think I've heard that term before where we freak out about something that we decide, like something that doesn't exist yet, mm-hmm. and we future cast. I okay. think that's what that term, anyway. Um, and what is a huge obstacle that you've successfully overcome and how did you overcome it? Stick around. We'll be right back after a quick word from our sponsors. The best business resource I have is my mentor's private Facebook group. I've never found a community that cares more about one another's success. It inspired me to create the same thing for podcasters. If you're a tech company or startup looking to grow your podcast audience, I created GetPodcastListeners.com, a private group specifically to discover how other podcasters have grown their audiences so we could do the same. Check out GetPodcastListeners.com. That's GetPodcastListeners.com. What is a huge obstacle that you've successfully overcome and how did you overcome it? A huge obstacle. I guess it was actually, it was actually taking the plunge to quit my job and, and to do this. And the way that I overcame that was by having a co-founder who believed in the, in the product and had the skill set to make this thing a reality. That was the biggest thing. Having that co-founder there to bounce ideas off, to be the support when when you're unsure, to just pick up all the slack. And that gave me the the confidence to quit my job um and and go full time on this, come what may. <laughs> Even though, you know, we are doing we are doing a, a product to which we're not going to charge for and all the other crazy things that people say, what on earth are you doing? But <laughs> yeah. And uh Two questions. One, where did you meet your co-founder and then how are you funding it? Uh, so my co-founder and I actually knew each other from a previous job and we are funding it through our savings. And what is his talent that you were so enamored by to say this is, this is the person? He is an incredible developer. So he can do all sorts of, all sorts of things and he can, um, design the architecture of the product and understand what needs to be done and actually bring it to life. And then where do you complement his technical skill set? I don't know, but... Oh, stop. <laughs> stop. No, this is the thing. No, obviously, uh, like, uh, no, do okay. over. Um, I think, I, think <laughs> I, have, um, I have the ability to, to go out and, uh, like I say, chat a lot of crap. <laughs> Uh, so I, I go out and I can talk to people like you and I can, uh, understand, obviously I understand the finances. So that's, that's obviously a key point. I understand how the journey should be, what the user needs to do. And I can go out and call up the, the providers, call up the stock exchange, call up whoever it may be and just 
say like, hey, we're doing this. Uh, you know, how do I work with you? How can I, how can I make this happen? Would you like to work together with us? Mm-hmm. I, I think, don't know. <laughs> no, that's okay. So I think that's a thing I hear about a lot is like, I'm not in tech. Like, I'm not the developer. But look, a tech company, in order for a tech company from Snapchat to Google to, you know, all these companies, Instagram, for all of them to exist, they need multiple different types of talent for the tech company to exist, which means that you work in tech if you're building a tech company, right? Yeah. Like you can't even have uh, this podcast unless I also had the – and look, I'm hosting. I'm not – teching out on something right now. I mean, I guess the audio gear, so yeah. you know, but it doesn't reduce that, you know, I built the first action social network. Like I just because like I'm not doing the skill in tech right now, even if I didn't have that skill in tech, I'm still doing something to complement the tech yeah. world. Do, do you know yeah, what I mean? Sure. Yeah. And I, I feel like a lot of people question whether they're in tech because of that reason. Yeah. I mean, I'd certainly, um, I learned a lot in this journey for when, when we first, uh, started this, I did a, an online course on, uh, project management and understanding how to write, uh, user profiles and, uh, personas, how totally. to do, uh, user storyboarding and stuff. And I started with post-its all over the wall and then we found a nice piece of software for me to sort of document that into product specifications. What's the software? Um, so we use stories on board. Stories on board. Yes. Tell me more. It's, uh, it's well you can kind of it's it's this great thing instead of putting post-its all over your wall um you can really document the personas and then you can attach it to to a journey yeah and then when and alfonso can then log in he can he can review all those things bunch them and then put them into sprints what so it's a really nice oh my gosh no i feel like they should give this to me for free when we we are done with this interview you have to tell me that again so i can write it down i i'm checking out stories on board that sounds perfect i mean if anybody has been to both the women in tech or we are la tech social channels and websites they are just everywhere like because i care so much more about the end result than i do about like how pretty the website is that i feel like the the human navigation of my technology yeah. is just like horrific. I need to fix it all. Yeah, it's a nice way to to get out um what you what you need the user to do because one of the first things was I would say I want it to do this. And Alfonso would just sort of say, okay, why is the why is the person going to do that? He needs to understand like what do they expect to achieve? And this is a nice way to document everything and to be able to organize it and then make sure that all the things that you need are actually coming out in the set sprints. So this yeah, awesome. it's, it's a cool piece of, it's a cool, it's a cool thing. Yeah. And it's pretty cheap. <laughs> and one of the reasons I do this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, last couple questions. One, sure. where can people find you on social or LinkedIn or? So we are just about to launch. We have a Twitter. We have a YouTube channel, which I have not got anything on there, but it will be YouTube. The 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 social that you do have, and for you, for people say hello to you. Where should they connect? I'm I'm on LinkedIn, obviously. And can you spell your name for everybody? L e o n a m o n d s e e. And so you can you can find me on LinkedIn, and then we're Reetly, I think Reetly Limited on Twitter, and then we'll be posting everything to there. And can you spell that as well? R e i t l y. LTD. And what's the name stand for? 
So we, we started out by thinking about a, a product which is property backed and there is a special tax wrapper called a REIT. And that's, that's where we started thinking. And eventually we will look at all different asset classes, but that will be something that, that we start with and focus on. So, and it's just a word. It's just a weird word that yeah. was easy to trademark. So, <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that's where it came from. And we will also be at, uh, SAS Talk, which will be in Dublin, which is going to be a huge event full of loads of people in the SAS industry. Rad. Um, it's, it's amazing. Just in case for those of you who don't know, it's software as a service. Yeah. yeah. And so they, they say it's, uh, describe it as Disneyland for SaaS companies because it's a load of like investors. Do you know, I've never even heard talks. of SaaS talk. Oh yeah. It's just talks and talks and workshops and help you get where you need There's to go. There's so many SaaS, um, conferences in the, in the U.S. I'm excited. I want to go yeah. to that one. So we're, we're going to that to try and absorb. We're just going to be little sponges Amazing. for like a whole three days in Dublin and Am- try not to get drunk. You should <laughs> check out, um, Justin Jackson has a podcast called SaaS, something SaaS, something SAS. Uh, Justin Jackson's podcast, SaaS something. Justin, I'm sorry. Like, uh, that I can't remember the exact name i have it i'm subscribed okay it's a great podcast on how to build your sass um and i think there's another one called 15 minute sass is this your first podcast yes i love it (laughs) it's my favorite question okay (laughs) what is your favorite podcast this one oh great answer (laughs) is there another podcast you listen to or um, to be honest, I, I pick stuff up as and when, yeah. and, try and, you know, I don't sort of, you'll see a tweet or a blog yeah. or yeah, yeah. hundred percent. And is there a book that has really touched you that you really love? Do you know what? I read all sorts of stuff. I'm reading a David Attenborough one at the minute, but probably I think the most influential was Lean In, which sounds really, really cheesy. And everybody says that, but honestly, I love that book. Oh no, that's great. Tell us a little bit about what it is for those who don't know. So it was uh, done by Sheryl Sandberg, and it's just about how to navigate life. I guess it's 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 more sort of skewed towards women, and it's how to sort of lean into your career and embrace everything. Embrace being a woman, embrace your career and having a family, and not be afraid of any of that. Just just do whatever you do and grasp it with both hands and do it to the best that you can. And what's the best piece of advice you've ever gotten? The best piece of advice I have ever gotten is don't be afraid to ask because generally there is good in people and they generally will want to help you. So if you ask for help, they will 99% of the time honestly give you their time and assistance out of the generosity of their heart. So never be afraid to ask. Thank you so much for sharing your story with the Women in Tech podcast. And if you too want to ask others for help and connect and collaborate with more incredible women in tech around the world, remember to go to the Women in Tech Facebook group at womenintechvip.com. Takes you straight to the Facebook group. That's womenintechvip.com. I will talk to you guys, see you guys, hear you guys in the next episode. Remember to say hello on social at Women in Tech Show on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook. Bye. This is Leona Monzi, co-founder of Reetly. We are trying to democratize wealth management and investment. We are based in London, England. You're listening to Women in Tech. The best business resource I have is my mentor's private Facebook group. I've never found a community that cares more about one another's success. 
it inspired me to create the same thing for podcasters. If you're a tech company or startup looking to grow your podcast audience, I created getpodcastlisteners.com, a private group specifically to discover how other podcasters have grown their audiences so we could do the same. Check out getpodcastlisteners.com. That's getpodcastlisteners.com. The Women in Tech podcast is hosted and produced by me, Esprit Devora, With help from Janice Geronimo. Edited by Adam Carroll. Show notes by Carl Marty. And music from Jay Huffman Live and Epidemic Sound. The Women in Tech podcast is a wearetech.fm production. Thank you for being a listener of the Women in Tech podcast. To support the podcast and cheer us on, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener, go to womenintech.love, linked in the show notes.